Welcome to Ridge Ridge Outdoors Podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk everything from hunting, camping, tips and tactics to help our fellow hunters find success. This podcast is brought to you by Victory Archery, the Carbon Arrow Experts. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode with us. Me and John, like always, man, we're kicking back in the sound booth in the garage. Uh, we actually got one of our buddies with us, Bill Simmons. He's a fellow SCH member. Uh, he goes by the tag name Me Smashy, and he is a U.S. Forest Service member. That's right. Yeah. Uh, been. Thanks for having me. I've uh, been with the Forest Service since uh, 2005. Yeah, man. Um, grew up in San Diego my whole life. You know, my dad's from San Diego, mom, everything. Um, I live out in East County, out in Campo. Been hunting uh, virtually, I mean, my whole life, man. Yeah, man, I asked you, and you were like, yeah. I, I asked mean, you, how long you been hunting here? He said, a long time. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even, long time. I don't even have a, I mean, I probably shot my first year when I was 13, 14, something like that. What year was that? I don't know. I gotta count backwards. How old are you? Gotta do math. I'm only thirty three. Gotta do You're thirty three. I'm years only thirty three. Oh, dude. Yeah, Damn. I'm my, dude. I'm in my prime. Damn, you are in your. Everyone prime. always thinks I'm some old grouchy dude. No, well, it's because you're battling fires, bro. <laughs> Well, That's yeah, what it is. This picture Brandon Something. sent me, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I, I thought this guy was like fifty-five. It was that, you know, that picture you, uh, <laughs> that one you sent me of you on the magazine cover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was Hold that? On. That was the uh, the MDF, the Mule Deer Foundation. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. Bill sends yeah. me this picture, uh, and it, and it's this picture, and he has a gnarly mustache. That's it. Yeah. It is <laughs> badass. You guys should check it out. And um, I send it to John, and John's like. It looks like some old lineman I used to yeah. work for. <laughs> so, I mean, no offense. Dude, it, I was, listen, obviously fighting, you're a lot younger. Yeah, dude. You, your hands look like you're, you're 55, bro, because yeah, that's working that. your ass off. Yeah. You're battling fires. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens, dude. You know, it, it is what happens when you when you end up working hard your entire life. You know, not no bullshit, seriously. That, that's what yeah. fucking happens. And you dude. can't mm-hmm. move. Yeah, and you hurt. And, you, you know, you're sitting here going, dude, I'm 33, 34, 35 years old. And yeah, you, my and knees pop already. It, there you go. Yep, same thing, dude. Wake I, up, my hands are numb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, you you got n- numb fingertips? Yeah, I don't know. My wife keeps telling me to go to the chiropractor. Ooh. It's a neurological so, thing, yeah. dude. Yeah, for sure. You little, should get cracked. The pinchy yeah, pinchy in the old sciatic. Does it go down yeah, your I mean, leg? It doesn't. No, so no, it no. goes up. That's it. No. It's in my trigger finger. That's not oh. good stuff. Oh. oh no shit. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me like your 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 fucking index finger goes numb? It does. My whole hand. Yeah, you might want to go get popped. That's, that's, yeah, I'm gonna wait for all this COVID stuff to end, and then oh yeah, well go know. see a Cairo. Yeah, he'd probably be wearing a mask and gloves. Exactly, and not really want to touch me. Yeah, so I only do a half-ass job. Yeah, no, you need to get cracked. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, listen, dude, we're super pumped to have you on the podcast. Uh, we, you know, obviously, we brought you on here because you're an interesting dude. You know, you got a lot going on. Yeah, you're thanks. a certified killer in San Diego. You know, and I'm not the first one to say that. Um, it, it's it's awesome, you know. We just we just kind of want to pick your brain a little bit. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, man. Let's uh, dude. Let's jump you, into. Let's jump into forest service. I want I want to I want to talk about like yeah. your profession. Okay. I think I think okay. it'd be good. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that. Yep, he's out there every day. You know, out there in the Cleveland. Absolutely, I, mean, <clears throat> I dude. I just want to dive into one real quick, and we'll go, go from there. Prescribed burns. Mm-hmm. You know, like how. Obviously, you work for a service, and and you know, I don't want you to get too political about it or whatever. So say what you want to say, but what's your thoughts on them? Um, I think it's good. You know, obviously, everybody, it, it, the the verdicts out. You know, on fires and prescribed fires, and and the benefit. You know, to hunting and 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 critters and antler growth. And, right. You know, if, if 
why wouldn't you hunt a burn? You know, if, yeah. you, if you had the opportunity. Um, but, uh, well, tell, tell me this on a prescribed burn. If you guys prescribe burns, you guys don't prescribe burns in like a thick forest, do you? Or, or is that how that works? And sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but it'll be, it'll be like a, a modified method. You know, like we'll, we'll contract folks that come down and they'll cut and pile. So if there's some, like some chaparral component, right? you know, like the stuff that I was looking at in the drive in, we're not just going to go in there and just light it up, put a ring around it and let it do its thing. <laughs> oh, know, that, really? That's going to be messy. Yeah. Would it yeah. be messy? It could it, be. And then it uh, gets away from, yeah. yeah Ooh. <laughs> and then if that happens time and time again, then there's going to be, it's, it's called like a, um, like a fuel type conversion. Right. You know, okay. like, like if something burns and over and over and over again, it's going to be like a grass component. Right. And so that sounds neat, but I don't really think that that's part of the forest service agenda, like per se, like right. the, the people in the office that make those kinds of decisions that I'm not in charge of. Right. You know, like I told you before, I'm just a fire suppression guy. Like I don't make those calls. Like right. I'm told what to go do. And then we just go out and, and take care of it to the best of our abilities. Right. Um, and so, uh, where are we going with that? With, like with, with, you know, I'll take it from here yeah. with that. And I'm no expert, but with that, Say if you guys are going to, I want to say you put something out on schoutdoors.com uh, about a prescribed burn a couple have, months ago. I have yeah, a couple times and I've told, I've told Travis about it too. And he's reached out on his Instagram, right. SD Muley's. And so my main thing behind letting guys know that what we're going to, we're going to be burning on Mount Laguna is just mostly because a bunch of those dudes, they leave their stuff up all year. Yeah. They leave tree stands up <laughs> all year. They're not supposed to. They leave cameras up all year and oh, yeah. whatever. Like I don't have an issue with it. But what it I, may not be there when they get back. Yeah. yeah. And so the thing is, yeah. if I can try to reduce the risk of injury, like right. some guy shows up and he does, you know, Dude, like no. nine, nine months later right. and his straps are burnt and melted. And now he's climbing up in some rickety yeah. tree stand that he left up. Like, that's kind of why I'm putting that out there. Right. Right. Like, you know, hey, don't go pick up your crap because it doesn't belong here. But like, go move your stuff. So you don't get hurt. Oh, that's a good, that's a good way to look you at know, it. That's like actually I, really nice. Yeah. Like I don't care if their stuff is up, like whatever. Um, I, like I said, I don't enforce the rules. I'm not law enforcement. Right. I'm just a, the, the yeah, guy yeah. on the ground. But like when you, so that being said, you know, say the top of Laguna, right? The wreck mm -hmm. area, it's piney up there. Real piney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys will prescribe in the middle of those pines. We will. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep it low and low yep. and fast yep. type and thing. Those are the funnest ones. Those are the good ones. And are so, they? I mean, you get a needle cast that's, six eight yeah ten inches deep. it's super deep man you know and so other plants small trees and other stuff it can't it can't grow yeah. in that and so it's good to go in there remove all that stuff and then you know mount laguna all the big giant heavies on the ground the yeah. old oaks yeah it just it looks you know it looks kind of crappy i know i so, I've, I've been a big i've been a big supporter of and i wish they did it more would be like a non-violent criminals you know, instead of putting them in a jail, $70,000 a year mm -hmm. to house one of these dudes, dude, they should be living on the dirt out there. Maybe make them think twice, but you're cutting brush and, and forest service work, like chopping yeah. timber yeah. fall, all that kind of stuff, because we, we might as well get something out of them. Right. Yeah. And maybe well, a little hard two, work would do two, good. We got two camps on this yeah, side. But yeah. that. I, I get that. But the thing is, is they don't have a thousand people there. No, no, no. They should have a thousand people there. Hundred. What you see what I'm saying though. Yeah. I mean, I would rather have all these dope fiends. All these people for petty crimes out well, cutting brush. Go out there and fight the women from Rainbow. Oh well, no, I'm not, I, you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to bash that, but that, and that, those are good programs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Sure. They, I, I wish they had they more. They work hard. It's kind of like, you know, I wish they had more of that because I feel like 
California and the feds could probably do uh, a better job. I don't know. I don't, I shouldn't even say that's kind of fucked up, but um, they probably could have some improvement. No one's perfect. Nothing's perfect. Right. But if we were able to use a lot of that asset to kind of clean up some more than what you guys have to do, you know, Mm -hmm. take a little Mm -hmm. bit of load off your back, just like you're saying, I'm beat up. You're beat up from doing stuff like that. Yeah. 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 It comes in time. Um, And the inmate program that Cal Fire has, that's a good gig. Right. And I see them everywhere. I mean, so they're working. Yeah. And you know, that's all non violent offenses right. is those folks, at least what they're caught for. Right. right. You know, who knows their background? I don't know. Yeah. You know, um, but that's like a good place for those dudes and, and girls and, 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 and whoever else to, to figure out what's up with the wildland arena. Oh yeah. And a lot of them get jobs. Yeah. See, that's we, awesome. We've, we've hired people that would, they have a, you know, a McCain crew or LaCima crew background or, you know, up north. Th- yeah. There's camps all over the state. It's awesome. You know, it's good stuff. And we're not the only state that does it. I went out to Colorado a couple of years ago for, prescribed fire right and um a crew showed up and i was kind of like what crew is this right you know and my supervisor is like dude that's emmy crew and i was like no kidding they look just like us green pants they just yeah. they weren't wearing orange you know they were right. incarcerated looking like dude when we way, work the when, way we roll over when here. we work the fires because you know when we have these big firestorms down here you know john me uh, all the dudes I, we all work the fires too yeah that's right yeah. and uh we see those inmate crews all the time. I mean, they're banging them out just as much. You yeah. know what I mean? They're out there working too. So when I always come across them, it's because they're sleeping on a hilltop that's already burned. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going mm-hmm. up to dig a pole hole or something, yeah. you know, and, and you see 30 of them sleeping. So I, obviously they got a good program going on. Yeah. And, and I just wish it would be expanded a little more because yeah, yeah. like you said, on the way in, the backside of Palomar, you saw all that chaparral and shrub. It's, it's a thick. lot it's of work thick. out there that can be cleaned time. up. So it, let's, let's work into that. So what have you seen versus the working for the feds versus what the state, like after a fire, like say the 07 fire or the 03 fire, you know, they won't, after it burned, they didn't go clean it up. Was that the state was maybe like saying, hey, leave it alone? Or that, That's hard. That's hard for me to touch on a little bit. Okay. Like I don't really know how the, the state how it works. Yeah. yeah, the state manages, you know. It just seems what, like what they could have got a lot of that wood out of there and either used it. Rather than leaving it, I mean, I don't know what the status of it was. Yeah, maybe it was full of beetles and they didn't want it out. I who knows. Yeah, I know. So I was talking to my buddy, and you'd probably know more about this too. Um, he was saying that like when a fire rips through, it's not like a logging company wants to come in and, and rip out that deadfall because it's been compromised. It Is has, that, yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff. And then, for example, Quimaca State Park, right? You know, that place was decimated in two thousand three. Yeah. Yes, it was. You know, and I think partly because of mismanagement, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to point fingers, but, yeah, um, this, the state, I've, I know some of the stories. Out yeah. There, the yeah. state park is, is kind of all about like, and eh, just leave it, let it be, you know, let's, let's not, let, we don't want to disrupt what nature has kind of going on and it bit him in the ass big time. Yeah. You know? And so like my supervisor down there in the Descanso district, he's, he's hardcore, man. Like he, it's a grind. He wants to go out and he wants to manage the forest. He yeah. wants to go remove, you know, um, hazard trees and he wants to go and cut and pile and he wants yeah. to like make it happen, Yeah, you know? And so I'm okay with it. Are his hands tied? Not a whole lot. Only by things like, like NEPA. Right. You know, so you kind of can't just show up to, you know, I, I don't know, some, some other place on the forest that has, does, has never had a burn plan right. written for it and just be like, we want to burn this next year because NEPA gets involved and they want to do environmental and study. And yeah. And, and then, you know, they, I don't know if they don't want this kinds of stuff to happen or not, but 
they it, they make it really difficult. So basically, for us. what you're saying is the Forest Service doesn't even get up act like the cities. The cities show up and do whatever they want in the city without permits, traffic control, anything. They show up, stop everything, do what they want to do. And you guys are the Forest Service, and you still can't do that. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that sucks. What about uh, <laughs> what about like the disease in the trees or the bugs, the invasive? Yeah, okay. what's yeah. up with that? Yeah, killing the trees and stuff like that. Yeah, like the so the oaks they have yeah. the, the gold spotted borer beetle. You know that's been a that's been like a pandemic for a while now with that. And so one of the, the rules on the forest now is um, not to harvest oak. Like you can go get a wood permit. You go up to Mount Laguna, you can go to Palomar or wherever, you know, you want to go get wood, but you can only take pine. You can't take oak. Oh, really? Yeah. And does it have to be, you can't cut a tree down. It has to be on the ground. That's correct. The yeah. wood, the word, the permit mm-hmm. has a, it's a deadfall permit. That's correct. Right. Yeah. So do you ever, when that's the case, do you guys ever, when you're out there, do you ever see people out there with wood permits cutting down? So, yeah, and- sometimes not cutting stuff down, but yeah, there's, there's folks running around in Mount Laguna, you know, especially in the winter months, everyone gets cold and they, they realize that they need firewood. Cause I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know you could get a wood permit here. Yeah. I had, I had no idea. Yeah. I don't remember how much it is. It's like, I don't know, 20 bucks, 25 bucks or something like that. It for a, a cord or two. It, really? It, yeah. It's not, it's not bad. And is this like a wide, like a, obviously I, I mean, I live in Temecula. It's about 100 degrees here for 11 months out of yeah. year, so it, I don't need a wood burning uh-huh. stove. But <laughs> I don't even know if that's like the public does that all the time here. It's not an out of state thing. Yeah, you know not. what I mean? Like, if they, I don't even know if people know they can do that. They, they might not. Yeah, the, that should be a public yeah, bulletin, I mean, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, to do it. that's forced. I mean, that's back in Idaho. But that's what I'm saying. Here, that's like forest cleanup right there for and yeah, you develop for sure. revenue. Yeah, for sure. And so there's plans in the, the near future to be like, okay, so. This oak tree has been on the ground now for a year. It's been right. 12 months. There's no more beetle in it. So they're going to come up with ways of marking these trees and then tell the public when they get their wood permit, like, hey, on Mount Laguna, if you find a tree that, I don't know, it is within this boundary oak on the ground, or let's say they mark the tree, they go out there with a, a can of, I don't know, white spray paint, right. and they put a big stripe down it, and they say, you can go you can take that get this thing out of here yeah yeah i I want that job so i've heard of that happening but it hasn't happened yet so you you can't if a tree falls say a storm comes in and you have a wood permit and you're up in laguna and a tree falls you can't just go get that tree you got to go get a permit well no that's what i'm saying you get a permit and you have an active permit you go out there and it it fell three days ago you can go and cut that tree yeah then you you go cut that tree the reason why i asked because you said with the beetles you said oh there's no beetles in it anymore that's on the oaks so so you're saying if a, an oak tree fell down, an oak is off limit because the wood permit's only pine only, mm-hmm. but the only way they would let them cut that up is if it didn't have beetles in it? Yeah, and so they, there's a certain like amount of months that they think it takes for the beetles to then finally leave the, the dead and down tree. So they're, it's like they're protecting the beetle, though. You see what I'm getting well, at? Well, they're protecting, for the example. Spread of it. Yeah, what if someone's like, I want to go up to Pismo Beach you know oh, I mean? and burn this and up burn this wood oh, okay. from they, San Diego. They, it's like the quagga muscle, quagga muscle, exactly. Or whatever, the they just end up wiping out another forest. Yeah, yeah. accent. Whoopsies. Oh, oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think of it like yeah. that. Yeah, so that's that's, that's the smart. whole reasoning behind that. Yeah, they, this they say burn it where you buy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That, see, there's so many different uh, things that go on in these organizations that the public, the listeners that mm-hmm. are listening now, they they have no idea too. So this yeah. is all super interesting to me that you're talking about this stuff because this. This is stuff I had no idea about. And it all ties into the environment and like yeah, yeah, how time. our habitat is affected for hunting and mm-hmm, recreation, mm-hmm. right? I, I've i never not one time camped on Laguna. 
And, okay. I, and I've been wanting to do that. They don't have fires up there. You can't, you can't fire up there, can you? Like in a fire pit? Certain months of the year, yeah. You go to like a developed recreation site, like Big Laguna Campground or- Like right by the lake you know, or whatever. Wooded Hill or something. Right. You know, you can have a, you know, a fire there. Right. But a lot of times the issue is it's the, um, uh, what do they call it? It's the dispersed camping. So, right. you, you know, you're hiking on the PCT- you know, right. and you're miles away from anything, but you're still in the forest. They really don't want you to just have a campfire out there. Yeah. Is it illegal? It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I mean, you always see no fire, no fire, right? Yeah. But then you go out of California and they're like, hey, yeah, burn on the mm-hmm. side of the mountain, you know, wherever you want to go. A lot of people just, I don't know, they don't they don't think about that kind of stuff. You know, like having a campfire and then right. and then putting it out of the way and taking care of things before just walking away from yeah, it. Right. You know, I mean that that's how stuff happens. That's yep. just all it, the way back I, to the turn of the century. And I've always been a little uh a little wary about lighting fires. Like, well, when we're out of state hunting and stuff, we light a fire every time at camp. Yeah. Right. But that's yeah. except when we were in Utah last year because we Yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, that sucked. We were, <laughs> yeah. Just it just it, it, I mean it was so dry and uh, yeah. we actually ended up running into the Forest Service supervisor for that area. He was camped down the blo- below the hill from us and he's like, oh no, I lifted that band like a week ago because we thought we were, yeah. so we didn't have a fire the We whole didn't have time a fire we the whole there. time until the last day and then, <laughs> yeah. And it's Utah. I mean, it's a slower pace. I know, like, it's they're, they're crazy. Gonna, you know, if you run It was pretty f- dry though, so. Yeah, if you run into a Forest Service guy up there, he, the odds are they're, they're probably hunters also. Oh yeah, yeah this guy know? was. He's so, like, yeah, it's all three bulls up on the hill and came around yeah, down, whatever. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was super cool guy. But that, you know, camping up in the in the forest service stuff, do you guys ever do like search and rescue? We have. Yeah. You so, have? Yeah. One, a common one is is just injuries on the PCT. Right. Oh. Yeah. You get someone rolls an ankle or something. Oh, yeah. A few years back, we, we had a horse go off the side of the PCT and go down, the, go down the canyon. Oh, man. It live? No. no. Oh, you guys it, had to get a it, helicopter to come get it? It's still there. They tried. They Ooh. brought in a helicopter, hiked some folks down, like put them on a, almost like a, um, like, you know, straps that go yeah. underneath his, his belly and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and they attempted to make a lift and he slid out at how many from feet? the straps and then went even further down the mountain. <laughs> and at, at that point he was, you know, he was rendered <laughs> unable to, to go anywhere. So they just had euthanize to euthanize him. him down there. Yeah. It was unfortunate. You know, the, yeah. the, the poor gal was pretty upset. And I bet. I'd guy, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? you know what? I, last year I was on the PCT quite a bit and, um, there's a lot of people there that is. are on that There's thing. a ton. You don't even, like, people don't even realize how, that's a huge thing. Yeah, you, you can't even go just hike the PCT. Like, if you're one of those folks that just decides you want to go to Canada, you know, on a whim, you don't have any responsibilities anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just go do it. You got to get on, like, a list. Yeah. You know? I think they track, so this is the thing about the PCT that's crazy, is that when I was on it, I ran into people that were, A, solo, but mm-hmm. even though they were solo, they weren't solo because they'd been running into people the entire time, yeah. like making friends. Oh, yeah, Bill or, you know, Chad's three miles above me. I'm going to meet him at his campsite. Mm-hmm. Like, wherever they just, it's weird little community. They all smoke weed. They all F they all each got other. Their, their trail names. They're all. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, Tommy Supertramp. He's up. I ran into him down there. You're like, who? He's like, yeah, yeah he passed the syphilis guy. around like a bad habit. You know, they all just, dude. And then you find the people that aren't prepared. Yeah, we were on it. And these dudes. They didn't have any. It was about was that, thirty degrees, and they were in shorts. That was it. Was dark too. Yeah, we met these guys. They came out of one of the one of the places up there that has water, mm-hmm. or lets the hikers come in and like rest. And they were dressed in like sweatpants and t shirts, and it was getting cold. And they were their vehicle was like ten miles away, and 
we were hiking into our uh, hunting spot and we were like, uh, <laughs> Godspeed, boys. Yeah. Oh. I, w- I was like, good luck, guys. I was just like, don't stop. I, yeah. I was like, I can't help you. I got to go kill deer. You yeah. Know? Get, to, so. get to the grind. You'll figure it <laughs> Dude, out. Dude, and, it, and they, it, it was getting cold and they still had a shit ton of miles to go. And it's like, yeah. if you stop, if you got sweaty and stopped, you're done. Yeah, that's that's got to be a daunting feeling. Just I like, I'm, I'm in it, man. People get off on that. They like that yeah. stuff. They get weird, sadistic people. And it's just out like, there. and then those two ladies. Remember those two ladies that oh, wanted yeah. to ride mm-hmm. back to their vehicle because they didn't realize how far that they went. And yeah. it's like, we just been done hunting and camping, and we were tired. And they were, they were like, oh yeah, we decided to come out here, and they're like, we're twelve miles. One, we got to go the twelve miles back, and we're like, you're going back. It's noon. You better get on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like sun setting quick. You Dude, got, it, you got till four. Yeah, and I was like, listen, <laughs> I, I got to go this way to get to the gas station. You got to go that way. I don't have enough gas to get you to your car. Exactly. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, uh, you're it. Yeah, you don't know if somebody's going to kill us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a little strange. Yeah, you know? years ago, I worked at a, a station off of Buckman Springs Road called Cottonwood. And the PCT goes right in front of Cottonwood. You right. you just sit out in the, you know, the porch and just walk, people walk by all day long. And it was surprising how many people came in and they'd be like, hey, I'm just can I get a ride, you know, like to San Diego? Yeah, they want, they want like, like for what? Yeah. And I don't know exactly how many miles it is from, you know, the, the starting point, but it, it's probably 15, something like that. And a bunch of people will come in just tapping out. They're After like, 15 miles? Like the same for me. Dude, that's why, like, I'm telling you, when I ran into those people, there was one guy, he was coming up. So we kind of just, I was on, you know, I don't want to say, I was on my mountain bike. I don't even think she's supposed to be on a mountain bike on the PCT, I don't but know nothing. E- either way I was going and then I saw this guy who was in front of me, a real narrow part. And I got off to start what we were talking and the dude would just get baked out of his mind and just walk, and just go for it and just walk. He just smoked pot, dude. I mean, he, you want to hit? No, man, I'm good. I'm hunting. I'm a rifle on my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that's what those people, I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them do. They just, it's like a way for them to connect. This kid was just yeah, out yeah. of college. He was like, yeah, man, I graduated. I'm just going to go find myself, figure it out. I got to figure out life after this. I think it's cool. It's admirable that they're able to go do that. Because I'll tell you what, yeah, when yeah. you walk 2,000 miles, you but have yeah, some stories. If, they, oh, if sure. they go ahead and do the whole trip and they set it up like you're supposed to, yeah. set all your your food and your clothes ahead of time and everything like that, and that's how regular people do it. Yeah, I yeah, that, That's pretty cool. It I is mean, cool. It, it takes a lot of planning to do it. It does. Right and way. I actually want to get somebody that's done the entire trail yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, tell me you wouldn't want to do it. And along the way, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like hunt. Yeah. Hunt shoot things. All the way, shoot yeah. squirrels. Shoot yeah. rabbits. Eat them. Eat them. I went up on a, I hunted X10 a couple of years ago and wound up on the PCT in the South Sierra Wilderness. That's awesome. I was like, what? The PCT is all the way over here? Dude. It, you know what I mean? And I walked a bunch of it to, and, you know, to on get, my way to hunt. You yeah. Know? It's crazy how the PCT goes. It kind of like zigzags as it goes north and south, right? Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. if you start at the border and go up, it like borderline takes you damn near mm-hmm. out to Borrego. Oh, yeah. Right? And then you cut back over and cut through the LA mountains, all that kind of – it's nuts how that whole thing – It comes down right in between the windmills out there in Palm Springs. Yeah. 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 It's nuts. You know, it cuts through up through here, him and all that kind of stuff. And, and if you had the – the willpower and the tenacity to do it, it's super admirable. Like I said, I, I really want to get someone on here and talk about it because there's a lot of people that want to do it, just don't know how to do it. And that's half the problem. That ties into hunting. There's a lot of guys that want guys and gals that want to hunt. They just don't know how to, how mm-hmm. to start. And yeah. And I've said it before on the podcast. This, this is an avenue for them to listen and maybe get some tips and tactics sure. and figure it out. That's why we do this. We're, we're trying to be yep. uh, stewards of, of what we love to do too, you know? Exactly. So it's awesome. Yeah. But uh Listen, we kind of got off topic a little bit, but as far as camping goes, you guys have hotshot crews too. 
We do. Yeah, we, we have quite a few up, what are you, up, up and down the state. Firefighting, what? not camping. Yeah, hot shot. We call them hot shot camps. Oh, hot yeah. shot camps. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. camp. They like oh, live yeah, on the yeah. ground okay. and stuff. Oh, sorry, it's just gotcha. you know the place was, that they're stationed out of. So what what um what are your thoughts on that? Is that stuff cool? Um yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's um it's definitely it's needed. It's necessary work. Right. You know those guys guys and gals they they get after it. Uh, is it? You know they they hike in. They fly in. They hike in. They drive far. I mean, um this last year I was with the Laguna Hot Shots. So you you have done it. I have, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I did a, a a year of it in two thousand seven, right, and then um, got back on it this last year, right, for a little while, and it's it's hard work. Is is it, it a is, young is it a young man's game? Young young younger um, person's game. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, back breaking work. It, so yeah, you, it's tough. It's you tough. get out there and you get ahead of the fire, right? Is that what you do? We you, it, it depends. You go okay. out there, you can you can be part of you know like a burn operation. Right. You can go direct and just start cutting you know, hand line right on the fire's edge, or you can do what is called indirect. And that's kind of ahead of the fire a right. little bit, you know, anticipating the fire's growth to reach like where you've done your work right. kind of thing. Um, cutting hazard trees. It's just, it's a it, back breaking work. Yeah. It's being a hot shot's cool. My buddy, it's my, good stuff. my buddy, Sam would, would punch me in the mouth if I don't ask you this question. Cause he's all about this kind of stuff. Um, Sam would want me to ask you without a doubt, a, mm. how many people are on a hot shot crew? Right. And B, how like a good crew, how long of a hand line could you dig in a day? In a day? Well, I don't know. Whatever however long the time period would be that you guys would dig a cut. Right. That's a, that's a yeah, that's a pretty it depends. What are you what are you doing it in? You doing it in, you know, the Los Padres on in the, the monkey brush. Oh yeah. You know, probably I mean? stuff, let's, stuff like that. Let's or, say some or, hard hard digging cut and or, brush. Or going over Mount Woodson. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I guess I'm just saying like, so 20 people, 20, 20 people is a hand crew. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's going to depend on the, on the crew and that's going to depend on the fuel type. Now it's would just you, how much line that you can, you guys can construct. And that's like a six foot line. It, that depends too. So what normally would be is six feet wide. Yeah. That's the removal of all the, the standing brush. Yeah. And then a two foot scrape. So that's, okay. that's down to mineral soil. Okay, so you'd actually clear the brush for six feet, mm -hmm. and then on one edge of it, the edge you don't want to burn, you'd have a two-foot width that's right. of just dirt. That's right, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you guys using, like, Polanskis and... Yeah, Pul Pulaskis, Pulaskis, McLeods, you know. Um, then there's, when you get in the hotshot world, then you start making up your own tools. Those guys, they modify things. Oh, they do? That's yeah, cool. they, they, that's got, awesome. they got cool stuff. Yeah, you that's know? real cool. And then, you know, of course, saws. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say yeah. chainsaws. Chainsaws are a must. What saws are you guys running? Still four sixties, forty you know, or thirty inch bars and stuff. Or mo majority of the time, twenty eight inch, oh, twenty eight, twenty okay. fives, and then you know you start getting into timber falling and, yeah. and hazard tree reduction. Then you know thirty two inch bar, thirty six inch bar, depending on the size of the tree. Is that fun work to go to go timber fall? It is. Yeah, it's good stuff. See, it, and it's dangerous stuff. So yeah. you know, like me on the Descanso district, um, I try to get involved with the like the beginners, like the, there's a new, a, a group of guys and gals that come, it's called crew five. And, and so they are just hired off the streets. They don't right. know anything about anything. And so to go to them and try to just instill like how dangerous it is to cut trees right. and run chainsaws right. and just right off the bat, like get that in their minds. Like this is serious stuff. Like, right. like trees kill people. Right. You know, trees and driving does it, it, that's it the most dangerous stuff that we do. It is with you, the forest service. You know, it's crazy. My my brother, he he's a real big piece of work. I tell you that he can't make a good decision if life depended on Send it. Send him down for a couple weeks. Dude, I was just gonna say, I wish <laughs> there was an opportunity that I'm like, 
go. <laughs> you he, know? Might, he, he might have what it takes. He's, a, he's a hard ass worker. That he doesn't know. He look. This is the deal. He's a hard ass worker when he has a job. And anyone that works with him and that has worked goes, dude, your brother's a good dude when he's working, right? He's he's like cut out for shit like that. Keep him busy. Keep him busy. Idled hands get him in trouble. Yeah. And I, I would like to maybe look into that for him. But either way, dude, that that's awesome. I think that that, that hot shot stuff, you know, those, those hand line crews are, are badass. I always watch them on YouTube. It's good you know? stuff, man. They're, they're hard workers. My hat's off to them. Did you ever do, sure. did you ever do any of the jumping out of planes stuff? No, no. That's a whole no. different animal no. <laughs> yeah first, that, first of all it's only the closest place of reading oh yeah so even if i could convince myself or that i was able to do that which right. I'm, I'm not it's just too far away is it a, you know, i'm is not it, gonna go up there is it an application process like you'd have to apply for it yeah you do and then you gotta you gotta know people you gotta if you want to go do that you gotta go up there and meet them right and introduce yourself it's they fall back a little bit more on like the good old boy system oh yeah so and i'm okay with that dude you got a pretty okay pretty sweet good old boy stash going on man. dude yeah, yeah that's my secret that's like my is that my achilles heel oh that's that sweet it's, it's substantial it's <laughs> <laughs> dude that that's super cool man so you know as far as like our local mountains go let, let's touch into one more I, ha I have this thing written down man um we talked about some prescribed burns mm -hmm. let, let's talk about um fire suppressant like my, one of my things and i've talked about it once again on this podcast a couple of times i i've I've said, I don't know why, and mind you, I'm a complete idiot when it comes to this stuff, and that's why I'm glad you're here. I don't know why when a fire starts in the backcountry that we just don't let that thing burn. Yeah, and so there are some places that used to do that and some still do that. You know, like places off of the Inyo, off the 395, yeah. up in the Bishop Mammoth areas, yeah. they'll let them burn. If they okay. get in like golden trout wilderness or something like that, they'll consider it a wildfire use. What do you mean wildfire use? So if that if that thing doesn't have potential to just get completely out of control and destroy infrastructure, right? And, you know, and, okay. and, and harm people and, and destroy things, then they're going to let it do its thing. Really? You know, because it should. It should. You right. should let it burn. Yes. And then second, why are we going to put people into those kinds of places yeah, just exactly. to put it out for for, for why? If there's why? no threat, right? Let and it go. Let, let, it, let it go because it go. that's what it does. Right. right, and that's what I'm saying. Like as far as Palomar Mountain goes, obviously there's people that live up there. Mm -hmm. There's certain aspects of that mountain that obviously we have to make sure is protected. And I get that. I truly get that. But for example, the backside of that mountain, the one that you drove it's right a by. Sea. It's a sea of brush. Why don't, when that, because it's going to catch on fire. One day it's going to get smoked by lightning or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And it's going to catch. And there's 100,000 acres back there of nothing but shrub oak. And they're going to put that out with the, everything yeah, they gonna, can. They're going to hammer it. They're going to nail it and keep it to 5,000 acres. Instead of letting it go and, and enhance our habitat, you know, obviously the first couple of years suck. It's going to be mm -hmm. scarred black. But yeah, it'll be ugly for a while. Look but, at all the rain we got be, right now. Yeah. All this rain we just got right now on that holy fire up above uh, uh, Lake Elsinore. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be I great. Agree. Those deer... I'm hoping five whole, years. I'm hoping the whole county runs up there. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. you just lead me down south by myself. Well, yeah. Listen, I'm right here. That's five <laughs> minutes from my backyard. When that open, that's that's one of the tags I'm considering. I don't know if they're going to open it up this year, but anyways, th they would put that out. And why? Why would they do that? It, the public is terrified of fire, and so you can't have a fire like that that the whole yeah. city of Temecula can stare at. You know, and there is infrastructure on Palomar Mountain. Yeah, you know those big. Those There's big golf balls up there. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't but shut those down. No. Like, no. 
You and could, then, and there's a lot of people that live up there. They, too. Right, so, there but is. see, if if they knew, like if they said, okay, this fire season, if one strikes back there, we're letting it burn. So let's throw X amount of assets up there to cut a fat line. Throw a D10 up there and cut a big fire line right now. Get ready for it because it's coming, mm-hmm. and we get ready for it. And you block off fifty thousand acres out there and cut it. Have a thirty foot. You know, fire break up top because oh, yeah. they they already fire break the observatory yeah, like and, they do, and yeah. uh, like the high look, point. The lookout now at yeah. high point, they've they're doing an awesome job of keeping all that stuff beat, beat down. down all the way around. And that's that. good habitat for sure. Because we go up there sometimes. I missed a too. nice two by three up there, dude. It was real nice. Anyway, yeah. we're I can that's take good you spot. to the, I can take you to the tree that has the yeah. So it's a broadhead in it. Still it. Stuck yeah, in it. dude, it's pretty sure. I pulled the, I pulled the vap off though. You know, nobody's taking that. That's twenty bucks to get arrow, but I'll leave the rage in it. But you see. We could prepare for that. We could, yeah. And and they don't. Like, all this weather we just had, you, there should be a D10 up there right now. That soil's nice and soft, man. Cut that. Cut that fire break right now, right? And, what, I mean, I don't know what it costs to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's going to be another another NEPA document you got to go through. Well, and someone so should do it. The moment you start thinking you should do that, it's going to take another 10 years of even step foot on the project right well i'll put it this way i wish gavin newsom lived here and was a hunter because i say hey gavin check this out go try to hunt I that she was something but yeah, yeah well you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I i'm just i just wish that fire suppression uh wasn't what it is and in, in that yeah we need to be careful and, and do our due diligence as far as human life and structure and you know obviously yeah, that kind of stuff sure. but overall when you have a big burn like that it does nothing but good for our environment it does yeah you know and and i don't know why people do get scared we live with fires we live with fires and earthquakes here mm-hmm. right we shouldn't be scared of fires i i work the fires you know fires will run through and 11 hours later we're in it exactly. working it and yeah. the, the stumps are on fire poles are on fire like you yeah. know it's, yeah. it, gas is on fire <laughs> People's risers yeah. are blowing up, burning houses down. You know, I mean, this is the this is the fact of fire. So you guys it's a work way it. of life in it Southern is. California. And uh I just feel like if we mitigated it better, we our fires wouldn't be as severe. Yeah. If we said screw it, you know, what what's good for our county is good for the state, right? And what's good for our county right now is to burn the forest. Like let it burn, right? It, it'll be better in five years. Yeah, yeah. It would be a better environment. It would probably look like South County. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be all opened up. It'd be nice. Yeah, it's just, it's going to take a lot of money. What you is know, it that's, though? That's what, that's what talks, man. Money talks? Yeah. They're going to have to find money, find the manpower. If someone donated a bunch of money, would, if someone donated, like say some billionaire came over and said, hey, we'll give you a $500 million, burn the half side of mountain. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak on that. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. They'll buy them one truck and somebody else will take the rest. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> cool. You just funded one hot truck crew for one year. We, we got Bob over here with a new shovel. I know, right? We gave, Yeah, dude. A couple new saws. All, and, all right, I got it. What, as a firefighter for the Forest Service, what pisses you off the most that the public does that, that you wish that they wouldn't? Yeah, it's that's a good of, one. Maybe not necessarily like a littering thing, but, I mean, what's what should we be better as? at as the public for the forest yeah that man that's a tough one um you know i don't know necessarily for fire stuff but just to come to the forest and just be a steward just clean up you know what i mean like yeah. for instance mount laguna gets snow on it the place gets wrecked it's wrecked by people coming up they leave all their broken junk they leave all their trash they leave everything up there you know they do huh they do, it's yeah. Like I, us, I can't, to, I can't speak on it 
as far as fire stuff is concerned, because like we talked about the Holy Fire, for right, instance, right. that base camp down in Lake Elsinore had tons and tons of stuff from the community. They brought food, they brought socks, they brought they every, donated everything imaginable. You know, everyone is, is always normally like really grateful for the things that we do. Right. They're not always grateful for the prescribed fire. Right. You know, we, like we have cabin tracks on Mount Laguna and we go out there and, and day after day after day and just grind ourselves up burning piles. And then, you know, the public starts to get kind of frustrated. They're like, man, you guys are still here? And we're like, yeah, we only do small chunks at a time. You know, right. we can't just come in and like leave a whole bunch of piles laid around your guys' houses. And that's a manpower you know? issue? Or is that um, a burn, how long it takes to burn? Yeah, issue? it's just, it's what you can accomplish in a day and, and safely walk away from, you right. know, that, that evening yep. without leaving a whole bunch so of hazards. Now, but do you put your fires out, obviously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, the, yeah a lot of the times we do. Yeah. I mean, ma- well, I mean, the public, mm-hmm. make sure your fires are out before now, you. When that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other thing, too, is just to use, if you go visit the forest, just use, you, man, your due vigilance or vigilance, like, just be responsible. Right. Yep. You know, do you, guys ha- do you guys physically have to go clean up after people like that? Sometimes. They sometimes. say, oh, no, you guys are going to clean campsite seven. Yeah, we have a recreation staff that does a lot of that stuff. They, they, that's kind of their job. You know, but not to say that we won't help them out with something. Right. You know, we do. You do? Yeah. What, um, as far as equipment goes, like the, the, you know, trucks and gear you guys use, is that like top-notch stuff? Or you guys, you guys kind of like, you know, some departments and different organizations that are like, oh, you get the bottom of the barrel type stuff. It, it, it is for what we do. It's top, it's top-notch stuff I, for what I we believe do. so. You know, there, there's, of course, there's mechanical issues that we run into. Like oh, yeah. the state of California has, has yeah. the, the region issues. I'm, I don't know if you guys' trucks for SDG oh, yeah. have that. You know, oh, yeah. some upside down triangle of death on your dash because who God knows what is wrong with the engine. But, oh, you yeah, know, the, the whole, f- was it the, 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 idle, the idle thing and, yeah. and the region yeah. thing so and I, the death. And they're not cutting us any slack, yeah. you know, being in California and, and giving us big giant, you know, but you guys got kick-ass trucks and we do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trucks are nice. Yeah. They're type three fire engines and they hold 600 gallons of water. And Oh really? Yeah. You can push water pretty far with how, them. how, how much fire will 600 gallons put out? It just say like not a gnarly out of control fire. Say it's like a, you whatever. could, you could do quite a bit. You could do quite a bit. And so we're not necessarily going and putting an entire fire out, but what we'll do when we show up on scene to an incident is like, we'll call it an anchor. So you Mm -hmm. show up where the, like where the origin is. Yeah. And you take that line, you take that burned edge and and you, and you just keep that edge. So it doesn't mm -hmm. cross. Yeah. And and if if you have experienced guys running the nozzle that, you know, are familiar with water, water conservation, then they can gate things down and and they can put in a quality wet line and and they can do quite a bit of work. Yeah. See, that's cool. And And that's with experience though. Yeah. And then being in San Diego, you're not going to be there for very long without getting additional resources. Oh yeah. So you're. You're there, and then all of a sudden, like, here's a water tender, and then, right. like, here's a helicopter, here's freaking 13 airplanes, like, here's, you know what I mean? Like, it's insane. Dude, sdg bought that Sky Crane bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, out, of, is that thing, out of Cameron. Yeah, is that thing badass? It is. Yeah, that thing, yeah. It's a, I, it's an asset? I took my kid over there, and he okay. went, he got to crawl inside of it and check it Ooh. out, and, you know, they're, they're cool guys. They, that, they, they pumped it. that thing. They're pretty proud of that thing. Yeah, that thing's sweet. Well, them, them Sky Cranes are pretty cool birds. Aren't they? How yeah, many they're, gallons? They're, they're I think strong. like two thousand gallons. Yeah, or something, something. something like that. Two thousand or twenty five hundred. Yeah, you don't want to be underneath it when it when it'll it gives, when it'll it gives away. It won't it won't kill you, but it's gonna you're gonna know about it. <laughs> Dude, that's uh that thing's crazy. So tell me this, what's I know what's the kind of the average response time? Like if you're on a fire and you guys are like, Yep, this thing's getting crazy. We need some help. Like how long are you talking before um, you get help? Before we get a, 
other folks to show up on scene. Yeah. If if we got something in Mount Laguna, you know, it's only going to be a couple minutes before the Cal Fire Station shows up. Okay. And station 49 up there. So they'll throw um, another 40 guys on it or something? Yeah, they have, have a, a, another truck, you know, okay. with, with like, I want to say three three folks there. Oh, and sure. then Pine Valley and then... You know, I don't know how the Palmar and the Tribuco right. kind of are, their response time. The Tribuco, I know, they're surrounded by stuff. Right. You know, Corona Station goes somewhere, then they're going to get, they're going to get, ex- they're going to get everything that they want. They'll pretty, get it pretty, all right Pretty away. quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So tell me this, when you guys are fighting a fire, can you guys tell if it's going one way or the other? Or does it, because, you know, I watch these fire documents, yeah, they're you, like, the wind shifts and this thing's coming at us type thing. Yeah, like, you, yeah you'll know. You'll know. So you kind of have an idea. Yeah, so then, you have an idea like if it happens out in the extended in the, attack in the forest there. So are you got you guys are relying mostly on what the lookouts and stuff like that? Yeah, or we, yeah, we're just general population calling it in or oh, I, I see for know, just notification yeah. that there's fires. That depends a lot of time. I've been around long enough to know that you know sometimes the lookouts see them first, but a lot of times it's just it's nine one one. Someone passing by yep. and seeing smoke. Yep, that's it. No yep. shit. And like, as far as fire suppression goes, like your guys' crew, how many people do you say you have your station? Seven guys a day? Mine, yeah. There's four. There's two engines that are out of Mount Laguna, Camp Oli. So 14 people are assigned to that station, right. but there's going to be 10 on a day. So what happens if a fire gets called in at 9 p.m.? Then if... Cal Fire's going? Yeah, they're going to go. And then if it's something, if it turns out to be something that maybe one engine can't really you know, get a handle on by themselves and they're going to, they're going to start a response from the forest and they'll call us back. Oh really? And then, yeah, it's not, a, it's happened before. But you guys are like a probably to get geared up and you're a couple hours out before you even get to the truck then, right? Or an hour well, or something. I mean, we can, we can form a crew, you know, Pretty there's quick. a lot of guys that are residents and want to go that, that on the forest, you know, okay. live in Pine Valley, Alpine, Descanso, oh, yeah. Campo. They live there. And so, yeah. you know, my station alone, we, we could staff an entire engine with just the residents. Oh wow. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm 20 miles away from my station. It's not far. Yeah, no, you'd you know, be there I can, quick. I can be up there pretty quick, and the fire's going to get there when we're going to get there, and it's going to be still there. Gonna be It'll there. still be there. <laughs> It'll yeah. still be there. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, it's just crazy to me how all that stuff works. It, it, I always thought, like, it'd be super interesting to be a part of something like that mm-hmm. because you got to think, I mean, you've been, you've been a part of the Forest Service since you were... Since 2005. I was 19. 19 yeah. when I got picked up. So when you got in, I'm sure totally different when you rolled up to a fire then compared to now. Now you look at it and go, okay, this is a shit show. This can be something <laughs> gnarly or, you know, ah, the boys will handle it type thing, you know? Whereas when you're 18 or 19, you show up and you're like, oh my God, the world's oh, burning down. Yeah, it was like, just like, doing, like head down. Like, yeah. hey man, you're not really paid to think. Go yeah, yeah. Go, go take care of business. Here's so, an axe, and th- yeah, shovel. so things are a little different now. You know, the way you per- perceive things. Yeah, it's just time, yeah. time, experience, and you know, like su- supervisory stuff. Right. You know, I, it's crazy because I know foremen on both sides of where I work, uh, line side, gas side, that just show up and there's like, it looks like a bomb's gone off, right? Yeah, and yeah. Things are blowing and electricity down, and they just look at it and it's chaos, and they just. They, yeah. hand, they, they just handle it. Yeah, no just problem. Go like just, this. It's yeah. just like you take yeah. this finger. Like, what yeah. am I responsible you, for? You here, there, there. Yeah, exactly. There. And it's, it's like they get the big picture in about three seconds, and they're calm, cool, collected. And then you can see the difference in like younger foremen, mm-hmm, right? That mm-hmm. show up and they're like all over the place. You know, it's oh, just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's time and experience. But yeah. was that a crazy transition? Because you're an engineer, correct? Mm-hmm. So you're one step down from the swing and D that's out there. From the captain, yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you kind of look at him 
and go, okay, if this dude's nervous, I'm going to get nervous. Or do you guys both kind of have the same experience level type thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've worked for my captain now since 2010. Okay. So, so you know him. Yeah. And, and we hunt together and oh, stuff yeah, like you guys he, know he's, each other. Yeah. And so, man, it's like we're on the same page. Yeah. Like we show up to That's something. a beautiful thing, dude. It, it is. It's cool. When yeah. you're jiving, it, it's good. You guys can get some stuff down. Yeah. And so that helps out big time with, yeah. you know, with the other guys. Absolutely. Being like, oh, I'm pretty comfortable with both these guys are together. Right. Kind of thing. That That's uh, that's pretty cool. That That's a. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, man. That That's pretty cool. What, um, how often do you guys go overnight? Like oh. if you were, say you were fighting a fire or I don't even know, maybe you guys are out cutting brush long days. Do you guys stay the night out there? Um, on an incident, like out of town or, uh, or are you talking like, like, say, like here? Say Just, here. Yeah, where, yeah. It, it's it's gotta be like the red flag stuff. But you guys, high winds, red flags, and then we'll do 24s at the station. But you guys don't go camping out and laying on the ground and stuff? During a fire sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not uncommon to get those fires that sometimes will roll into like an extended attack and then we got to pull, you know, like a 30-hour shift or something. Now, will they just bring you out like tents or they just say? No, no, we'll sleep out in the the hill. Yeah, you just like make yourself a bed. Yeah, you, I mean we don't hang around our engines. Like we show up and we lay hose or we go right. grab tools and we go do whatever we need to do. Right. And if it winds up rolling into a shift like that, that we got to stay all night long, then we're not going to be at the truck. We're going to be out there in the hill. You're going to be in the hill. How, yeah. how much hose will that, how much hose does a truck carry? We have quite a bit. I mean, we have, um, we have eight progressive packs and that's like a, that's just rolled hose that's stuck together. Yeah. Kind of. So, Eight progressive packs, 800 feet of that. And then a, another one's called Simple. So 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 1,200 feet of inch and a half just in packs. Mm-hmm. And we fire, fire with inch and a half. And then on the top, on the top, my truck, for instance, has 2,000 more feet. Oh, we call the trunk lay. So we can we can get pretty far. Now, will that truck pump that water that far out? Or is this the it, it amount will. of pressure is very significantly less? I got a than question about it, the hose. It, it will lose pressure, but. I got a question about the hoses. You might already kind of know where I'm going to go with it, but. <laughs> All right. I always find piles uh-huh. of, say, yellow <laughs> yeah. fiber that have, uh, <laughs> they're, it's no longer there, but there's fragments left of it. Okay, and, like it got burned up kind well, of thing. Like, well, instead of rolling everything, I mean, rolling it back up, they, uh, they burned it? it all. Oh, I have see, you, like it's been burned yeah, like yeah. on the incident? Yes. They, that, that I've, seen, I've seen lots of that. That wouldn't be intentional. That stuff's expensive, like you know. What I mean, and that's just bad practice, like because that's like plastic lined hose. It's like a real. Well, it was. It's, you could tell it's, that it's, they, it's called Wayjax. They yeah. rolled it all up into a pile and burned it. So, huh. like, so but, it, for, for example, uh, but it was during like some really big fires, or I don't know if they just dude. There lazy. was a there was hmm. a property down here in in San Diego County that was you know when the seventy six burned. Uh huh. And yeah. it was like they were crazy. It was all like freaking, Coco's fire and all that stuff. That yeah, went on. and it went yeah. right by the fifteen, the seventy six, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that, I think that happened like two years ago. Anyways, there was a piece of property. Yeah, maybe there was a piece of property <laughs> off to the side of the road that had, dude, so many stacks of fire hose and fire extinguishers. It was like there for like a year. And I don't oh, no way. Yeah, and then it, and then slowly and surely it would be like pulled away, and I didn't know what it was. Like, why were the why is there so much hose on the ground? I have no idea. Yeah, that's, you know? that's odd. You would know. think they would take it. Like during those seven fires, we were down in, uh, what's that big substation? Like, like Mount Miguel or something? Like down south? Mount Empire, maybe? No, it was uh, further south than that. It was over by Hamul somewhere. Anyway, okay, okay, yeah. we were putting all that line back up, but there was so much 
you find all those little small like the bre- yeah. the couplings yellow line yeah i mean you found the line all the way down the banks and everything it was just after the fire it was just all left and i was like wow yeah that's odd that's, that's a weird. lot of stuff or it yeah it may have been burned it burned, could have been a home you know, but this is the thing too it could have been a homeowner with a uh, no, a, was, a pump pumping out of a pool it was too many oh, like, hundreds know. and hundreds of feet of it. it's weird man <laughs> i don't know lot. but most of the other like the burn piles i find on palomar okay they, they burn the hose up there i don't know which place that's did weird. it but yeah. it, you, does you, the hose go bad it, it gets pinholes you know of course it gets damage over time but i just want you know wondered if that was like a it's not a practice it's not a practice that's not something no yeah. that's a, yeah no way yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's weird. Some dude got pissed, burned the fire station's hose <laughs> down, you know? Because <laughs> it was like, what is this? And I was like, this is all the fire hose. Because the couplings were all in there, too. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, that's that is weird. weird. I, but I mean, it, was, it was in a burn, though, and maybe it was just if, uh, whatever. If someone was wanting to get involved, where do they start? It's it's not too bad. So, um like I was ta- telling you before about the type two crew, right? Yeah, it's called a type two crew, crew right. five, you know, on the Discanswood district and right. the Palomar has their own two called crew six. Um, the easiest way to do it would be to call like the district office, yeah, you know, or, or just go to a fire station, right? go there and be like, Hey, how do I get into this? Right. And then they're going to point you in the right direction. And they'll say, Hey, go, go apply here. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. And they'll, they'll get you on a, on a type two crew. Is there like some sort of requirements? You just got a 18 and breathing. Really? That's it. You know, high school diploma. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what a, it's not that's bad. Cool. That, that's for the, you know, the feds. For yeah. Us. Do you, if you have a criminal record, it's not a big deal. No. As long no. as it's nonviolent type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. No, we, we, we've had felons before and stuff. Oh, okay. It's, you know, not a big or deal. Or 3D wise, can't get a license or something. Yeah. yeah that, know, that'd be an issue. <laughs> that'd be, I would imagine that'd be <laughs> an issue. Not, that might be an issue for a lot of people. How far yeah. you want to go in the agency. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So what about, okay. You don't have to really talk about this too much. So the feds roll up and the state rolls up. Mm-hmm. Is there some animosity? Not there? not too bad down here. You know, um, I've heard stories about Northern California, it being that way, but I haven't really, I haven't seen it a whole lot, you know, um, but down South, it's just going to, we're doing the same thing and it's not uncommon for us to show up. And then there's, you know, there's so-and-so who used to be the forest service. Do you get, you know, now they work for Cal fire. We're like, Hey, I went to high school with that guy. Like, what's up, man? Do you guys, uh, do you guys have any, um, like ongoing jokes, you know, like Cal fire rolls up and you're like, Oh, the pickle Uh, puffers are here. You know, know. (laughs) (laughs) some guys probably do, but, uh, I I won't go into it, but it's all fun camaraderie. (laughs) You you guys in general, the same, we're all doing the same. So you guys have each other's backs at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That that's cool. That that sounds like some super troopers of the firefighting world. Yeah. I mean, big picture, you know, you, you've been in the agency for a while. You're kind of like, these guys, they give us, you know, the inmate crews and they give us aircraft and they give us helicopters. Right. They, they, they support us. Right. So it's cool. Like yeah, I, I'm okay. Cool. I'm, they have the dozers, you know, down oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with sharing a piece of ground with Cal Fire. Dude, when, when you guys are working a fire and a dozer shows up, do you guys go, yes. Oh yeah. You're yeah, like, oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. <sighs> like get out of the way boys. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's a good relieving feeling. Did you have your hands in uh, that campfire way up there? In Northern California, like burned. All I did red. not. No. Nothing, huh? Uh-uh, Were nothing. you guys on call for that? Like, hey, you might go type thing. Uh, it's always like that. Yeah. If yeah. there's nothing going on down here, and 
there's a you know, chance. there's one fire going on in the state like right. that, the Paradise Fire, Campfire, all that junk. There's there is so many resources between us and them right. that we may not go. Oh, really? California yeah. takes fire serious, man. I would say they do. That, yeah. It, well, they kind of had to because they well, were right. taking it serious, right? And and that that's kind of that's kind of why I I get so know, irritated with the punched them right in the face, and they're just like, oh. Yeah, I get it. I just that's why it irritates me when I I don't know if it's even the right word, but why when I see the forest and stuff, um, because I'm sure you would say, yeah, I wish I had more help. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, at times, I, yeah. You know, and I and I would assume that you being involved in this stuff would would probably agree with me that, hey, maybe we should do some more prescribed burns. Like maybe there shouldn't be so much red tape involved in this stuff so that yeah. we can, when these fires do happen, it's not, hey, the world's coming down. It's, all right, boys, let's just handle this. Right. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice to just, if my management could do things the way that they wanted to do. Right. You know, just instead of having their hand tied, hands tied a little bit about where they can do certain projects and right. what certain projects they can do. And, you know, right. Mount Laguna we burn nonstop up there, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like the mountain's already nice. Like, can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> we I got burn somewhere that's got the, a brush. I, the, I got the, a spot for you. But, <laughs> uh, but a lot of, a lot of them are community defense projects. And so, right. you know, that, that stuff's important. As yeah. Well. Like even Ramona, do you got, mm -hmm. you, do you ever work Ramona at all? Um, I have, but not really for prescribed fire. I, I went to Fry Creek before. Okay. For burns up there. So Fry and Creek's that, Palomar. Yeah. And that place is steep. It is steep. Yes. <laughs> Very steep. <laughs> You yeah. know, you get your lungs there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where if you if you want to do a little little uh, cardiovascular exercise, oh, you yeah. go to Fry Creek. Yep. You know, but th even there, you know, under the forest, I, last time I was in there, under the forest, it's not so bad, but it, it can get thick in there. It can, yeah. There's thick spots. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's the type of stuff that I feel like we should be trying to cut down. Mm -hmm. and, and so tell me this, if you have a fire that doesn't have brush below it or a fire that ha is burning on brush that's under canopy. Does that have any um, effect on how hot the fire gets? Uh, of course. Yeah. So it, that's a hotter fire. Yeah. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's considered like a ladder fuel. And, so and, you're going to have a ground fire that then moves into, you know, the, the fuels that are between two and six feet tall or, right. or so. And then then that's going to get into the, the canopy of the and, trees and, and destroy trees. And that's when it's devastating. Yeah. When the yeah. fire's in the canopy, that's mm -hmm. when it's done. Yeah. Yeah, not all trees are, are responsive to you know, fire. Right. Like some are, some right. are tr yeah. the trees do like fire, but they like right. low intensity fires. You right. know, like there's certain kinds of pine cones and things that yeah. need, they they need, need fire to open up. They need to open up. Yeah. Yeah. But see so, that, that's what I'm saying. Like even when you're talking about, you know, Laguna having that, that pine layer mm -hmm. of, you know, six, eight inches, right. That stuff, that's obviously, that's not good for the canopy floor, but it's just yeah. part of the cycle and needs to be burned off. You get into some of these areas that aren't in Laguna that you guys are taking care of and, and you walk through it and you're dropping in seven inches walking through the stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then right next to you is a shrub oak, 12 feet tall. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just crazy that we've let it got, get this bad. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, yeah, that's, that's been going on for a long time, man. People just want fires put out. They want them gone. See, I just, I, I get it's it. like since I want to say like 1910, you know, yeah. they just wanted, they wanted it out. They want it done, dead. <laughs> See, I, I mean, people are afraid it. of it. I, I'm, I mean, I can't. I don't yeah. want to comment on it. That's pretty intense, you know. All righty, man. Well, look here, dude. Thanks for coming out and conversating with us. Yeah, for we, sure. We, um, we appreciate it. You got yeah. anything else, John? Uh, just thanks. You know, hopefully, a lot of people, you know, helps them understand forest fire Absolutely. fighting. You know, and just respect your forest. Absolutely. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. So, you got anything? 
No, no. You no, good? That's all good, man. Sorry Alrighty, we couldn't talk man. more about hunting, but hey, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it, buddy. Right on, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks for coming guys. out. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, all for right. sure.